0: This is episode 28 of Brave and Boss, the podcast on this week's show. We're talking about email, which is super important and all about how to choose the right email software for your business. So let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose driven founder who wants to grow their e commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the ethical fashion line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Welcome back. It's Christy, the founder and CEO of Encircled and the host of the Brave and Boss podcast. You're listening to episode 28, all about choosing the right email software. Now, right off the bat, that may sound like the most boring topic ever, but email is an incredibly important channel, no matter what type of business you're running. At Encircled, it's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 35 to 50% of our revenue So it's a massive, massive part of our revenue and it's got a lot of potential. So if you think about it, email is really one-to-one direct communication. When you talk about social media, unpaid or organic, you're talking a lot of one-to-many. And also you're dealing with stuff like algorithms and people not seeing posts as much anymore. Whereas email, if done properly, you know, you can get into your ideal customer's inbox and really have a massive impact on your business with something directly linked back to your business. So I think talking about choosing the right email software, though that sounds like probably the world's most boring topic, it is important. And I promise I'll try and make this as fun and useful as possible because I think it's critical leading into the holiday season to be able to set yourself up for success and In general, you don't want to make any changes to what you're doing from a technology standpoint. I would say from um, early November to like mid-November to probably the end of the year. So now's the time if you are going to do stuff is to do it. All right. So where to start? Okay. What's important with an email software? So many of you may be familiar with a company called MailChimp. Um, That is a big one in the e-commerce space, but I'm going to talk about a few others on this podcast. But More so than anything, I'm going to talk about things to look for in your system because there's a few options out there now, more than a few. There's lots, Um, but not every system is going to work good for like best for you. It really depends on what your business is, um, what type of business, your objectives, how much time you want to invest, um, how much you want to do in development and how like turnkey you really want it to be. So the first thing I think that is incredibly important when choosing an email software is it needs to integrate seamlessly with your e-commerce slash website, um, slash CRM customer relationship management system. So for most of you listening, that's probably Shopify or Squarespace or maybe Magento or WooCommerce. Now it needs to integrate seamlessly. And I think that is really, really important. So one of the things that really sparked this topic for me is that in May, I think it was in May, MailChimp officially broke up with Shopify, which means they stopped sharing data. They had a disagreement and it's really unclear as to who started it or whatever, or who's right, who's wrong. But there was a disagreement about data sharing between the two. And basically MailChimp and Shopify agreed that they're no longer going to integrate, um, but you can integrate them using an app. Um, however, that is not a seamless integration. You want something that integrates seamlessly into your software because the data transfer, all that knowledge that's coming into your email software from your e-commerce or website needs to link up and be seamlessly linked. And that is so important for data and analytics as well as all the things you need to do with your software, like targeting and all that kind of stuff. And it just makes the software inherently easy to use. So as a foundation, I highly recommend making sure this is checked. Um, all the other things I think are are really nice to have and you can kind of have workarounds, but this integration is key. And this integration is why at Encircled at least we decided to switch from MailChimp to Clavio because MailChimp wasn't working anymore and we were using these apps and it wasn't working with our automations. It was sending emails to the wrong people and it was just a mess, a literal big mess. Um, so that integration is so, so, so key. Okay. So the second thing you want to look for when choosing the right email software is that it's easy to use. Most of you listening are solopreneurs, or maybe you have a couple people on your team Um, there's not very many people I think that listen to this podcast that have like 20 plus team members. So I'm speaking to kind of the small business owner right now, you know, and if you are a small team or maybe you're just you, you need a system that's easy to operate. You need to be able to create emails yourself. You need to be able to edit them, test them, um, upload data, export data. It needs to be pretty turnkey in this aspect. Now MailChimp, I would say is very good on this. It's super easy to use, but I think it borders on almost too basic. Clavios, from my experience is pretty easy to use, um, but it does have a lot of little details. So less easy. Um, So kind of, there's like a continuum for sure. Like there's definitely brands in the space that are easier to work with. I just came across a new one called Flowdesk, which is I think primarily targeted towards like service-based businesses, but that one is really easy to use. it's got all these cool templates, integrations and stuff like that. So, you know, it's kind of like a give and a take. Oftentimes with the easier to use platforms, they're not as powerful in terms of other things that we'll talk about. So the third thing you wanna look for in your email software is the ability to segment. And basically what segment means is that you want to take you want to have the ability to carve out a unique group of emails to send to based on the information you're sending in the newsletter. So as an example, um, you don't want to be sending you know, your pop-up announcement about your pop-up shop in Toronto to people who live in Vancouver or the United States because it's likely not relevant to them. Um, so segmenting can help you kind of filter out those people. So just think about segments as filters. Like you're creating these filtered groups, um, based on preferences. So you could segment by location. You can segment by, um, where people signed up, like what products they've bought. There's so many ways to do it. Um, But again, this kind of segmentation requires that first thing I talked about, that seamless integration with your e-commerce or website. They need to know data about your customers in order to segment properly. It's very difficult to email, uh, find a customer who hasn't bought in 90 days and create a segment of them if you don't have that integration with your e-commerce system. So the ability to segment is important, but the ability to kind of do this very easily is also really important. So you want to create segments, but you don't want to have to manually do them, and manually recreate them. Ideally, you're creating a segment once and having it automatically update and reusing that segment in something like an automated email sequence or in your newsletter. So as an example, let's say you're at the level where you know, you're emailing maybe two or three times a week and you want to create a segment of your newsletter list. Who really likes hearing from you? From like when you send out content-based emails. So you would predefine some attributes, like let's say they tend to open up emails more when there's only content in them, and then you could create a segment with open rate equals whatever on the last twenty campaigns, and make sure that it's automatically updating. Or um, you could create a segment based on you know how often they're clicking on stuff when you have an email that's more you know content-based. So there's a lot of ways to do this. I use segments a lot in terms of like products launches. So segmenting people out and in. Um, and I would say my experience with MailChimp too, is that a lot of this was very manual um, and not as flexible as Clavio. But again, you get some simplicity with um, MailChimp, whereas with Clavio it's a little bit more complicated. All right, so the fourth thing is automation, which I think a lot of email software does really well. But this one's really on to you guys to set it up properly. But you want to have the ability to send automated email sequences. And it's not like you want this like robot emailing your customers, but there's certain things that like you don't need to be spending time on today. So one thing I was just talking about was like if somebody hasn't purchased in a long time. you know, it might be nice to touch base with them and send them, you know, what's new in product and you could send them a few emails, like what's new in your website. Like maybe you send them a free shipping coupon code or something like that, but you want to be able to automatically identify these people and send them out. Another really common automation that you may not think of as an automation is abandoned carts. So anytime somebody abandons a cart on your website, it should trigger a sequence of emails to go to them, not just one email, but I would send three. Um, And automation is key to driving this. So again, it's really quite table stakes now to have automation built into email software. So it's something that you'll find quite commonly, but it's really on you to set it up. And some of the more advanced software systems have better automation. Like they just have better triggers, they have better analytics, they have, Pre-built segments that are really easy to use. Uh, so it's like you kind of get what you pay for. I mean, when it comes to email software, in my experience, like you know, there are some better systems out there, and they are more expensive, but and they take more time, but they will yield better results. And when I think about cost and email, personally, like we we spend quite a bit on our email software. I mean, I think. We probably pay Clayview somewhere around $700, $800 a month, something like that. Um, And it's worth it because think about how much revenue we're generating from there. So it's worth it to spend that much on it. If I was paying $800 a month to like, I don't know, like a system that wasn't generating anything, like of course it wouldn't be worth it. But if you have a good return on investment in the spend then you should just try and think about it like that. So let's say you're spending $28 on your email software right now. And you're like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine spending like $200. That's crazy pants. But what if like your average order value is, let's say $50. And what if that email software got you four more sales a month? And then now you're breaking even on that investment. So I really encourage you to think like that. I often see this come up too with e-commerce systems. People are like, "Oh, I don't want to pay for Shopify. I'd rather have something free." And it's like, "Well, do you can't have like free, easy, and cheap and good? Like it just doesn't work like that. Like you have to invest if you want to scale. So that's another good point. I I think you need an email software that's scalable. And scalability of email software to me really depends on." all those things we've already talked about, the ability to integrate, the ease of use, the segments, the automations, all that good stuff, it just becomes more and more important the bigger your email list gets. So the fifth thing I think you should look for in an email software is the ability to preview and the fact that it's mobile responsive and all that stuff. That is super important because being mobile and desktop or like having those views to be able to see an email as somebody sees it on a desktop, as somebody sees it on a mobile, on an iPad is really important because I know at Encircle about 60% of our traffic is mobile and that is very common with many, many businesses right now. So you want the ability to create emails that people are going to want to read and open um, on There are devices and to be able to get to your website, if you create an email and you look at it on your desktop and you say, Hey, that looks great. And then you open a mobile and the images are all squished. You can't read any of the text. That email is likely not going to get a lot of interaction. So the ability to test and develop emails that are mobile responsive is super important. And again, kind of, I think, table stakes, but a lot of people don't think about this. They think about testing their emails on their desktop, but they don't think about sending them to their mobile devices. So definitely something to think about. The seventh thing to look for when choosing the right email software is analytics. So again, this is really tightly connected to that integration we talked about already with the e-commerce system, but analytics and data and the reporting that you get out of your email software is really important. Number one, I think Google analytics doesn't track email sometimes the right way, and it really depends on if you have the right tracking links in, and there's a lot of complexity to that. And I find Shopify doesn't do the best job either. So I like to rely on kind of both and checking Shopify against Google Analytics kind of with the email software. But I found the reporting quite personally horrible on MailChimp. I mean, knowing the open rate and stuff like that is fine. And knowing the click rate is good, but I wanna see the improvement over time. I wanna see which emails are generating the most revenue. I want this to be like really easy to pull. And I found with MailChimp it was a little bit more difficult. I think Clavio is a lot better, but I do think they've got a lot of work to do on their analytics suite. But you can actually go into Clavio and see like what, um, your emails are generating, like per, per user, what they're generating, which ones are performing the best and identify opportunities pretty quickly for improvement. So those analytics are key too, again, especially if you're starting to invest money into an email software system, you want to make sure that it's generating revenue and that the emails are working. So that's super important. The last thing I'm going to say about choosing the right email software is compliance. So this really depends on where you're located. If you're in Europe, you'll be subject to the GDPR regulations in Canada. There's the CAN-SPAM and the CASL um, Canadian anti-spam laws that are applicable. Um, in the U S there's can spam, I think is applicable as well. Um, so you really need a system that's compliant in the market that you're primarily operating and serving and can flex to other markets because, you don't want, um, if you're required to do a double opt-in, which you are in Canada, you don't want a system that can't do that because you may get into trouble down the line if you ever get audited. And you may think right now, like, who would audit me? I'm so small, but imagine you grow like five years out and you've got a hundred thousand emails and you're like, ooh, damn. Now I have to like reopt in my whole list. So set it up properly from the beginning. Make sure you're using the right compliance language and make sure the platform is compliant with You know regulations in your area. That's super, super important. All right. So those were my eight things to look for when choosing the right email software. I do have plans to do another episode on email for sure, because it's something I'm really passionate about and I want to talk about more, but definitely don't get overwhelmed and don't spend too much time on this. The last thing I'm going to say about email software is if you are thinking about switching, or maybe you're just thinking about picking one, um, don't let yourself get into analysis paralysis. Just make a decision and move forward. But know that if you are switching email softwares, you have to warm up your list. So what that basically means is that you have to um, only email like really highly open rated customers for the first little while. And that can be a bumpy transition, especially if you have a really big list. So you can't just switch over to the next day to your email software and be like, Hey, everybody, we're a new software. Basically Google thinks that's spam. So like you're going to end up in the spam email box of Gmail, which is like the worst. Um, So know that if you are thinking about changing, plan that in. So plan in like a 30 to 45 day ramp up, Um, so, you know, if that works for you this month into November, great, if not wait until January and reevaluate your systems. I think the new year is a great time to look at all the systems you're using in your business and think about, you know, where you could improve and what maybe you don't need and maybe somewhere where you can just stay the same. So take that with you and happy email software shopping. There are some great options out there. And if you guys have any questions on email systems, hit me up at Boss. I'd love to answer them. Just find the post of this episode and ask your question in the comments and I'd be happy to help. All right, have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com where you can find all the show notes, free resources and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.